What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Follow the Money presented by DraftKings. I'm Sean Sagan, the Money Green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer. Feeling in for Mitch and Pauly. Kramer, how are we doing? Feeling good. I, we've queued up some uh, basketball, college basketball action for us to get down on after yes. the show. Uh, some NBA action. Full full portfolio for the night. Uh, I, it's it's what's awesome about uh, hosting any sort of sports game on the show. Cause I, we, we already have our plays. Then we're joined by experts who have their <laughs> plays and you're like, Oh yeah, I like that too. I like that. And the next thing you know, you got, you got a bunch of plays. You are, uh, you're going full DJ in here, Ryan. Uh, we got a f- great final hour. Uh, we got real meta DJs this segment and then back to back college basketball segments with Colby Dant from the college basketball experience. So a uh, lot to get to. Of course, if you're uh, new to our show, Sports Gambling Podcast, we like to, uh, we're gamblers, right? I, I know a lot of people in the space fancy themselves as investors, uh, but I I, uh, I like the dice in the air. I'm a bit of a gambler, and we like to salute our fellow gamblers. And that brings us to this week's edition, a Super Bowl edition of Real Men of DGEN. SGPN presents Real Men of DGENs. Real Men of DGENs. We salute you. Sean Perry. That's right, Sean Perry. Uh, You know him from social media. Big gambler. He bet $1.1 million on the San Francisco 49ers. Got down here on the circuit. Got the best price. Minus one and a half. Fortunately, uh, didn't work out for Sean Perry. But you got to love a guy going big, going home in the big game. Uh, Ryan, I mean... I got, when I put in my Super Bowl bets here at the circuit, I got like 25 drink tickets, not to brag. How many drink tickets do you get when you put down $1.1 million? I assume there's a platinum <laughs> card and some sort of yeah, gold you card. You just get a giant magnum of champagne. Well, hats off to you, Sean Perry. Didn't come through, but uh, love going for it there. Sean Perry, $1.1 million. He's the guy, if you recall, Ryan, he's the guy who refused the hedge in the circuit Survivor. Again, I think we nominated him for real men of DJ and when he refused to hedge as well, you, you gotta love a guy letting it ride. We enjoyed, uh, first of all, that that was according to the internet, that was the largest losing ticket in <laughs> Las Vegas. Uh, un, unverified. I, I certainly think the second that Sean Perry showed up to the scene, there is intrigue. Anytime someone's willing to tell everyone else like bugger off, we're, I, I got this. I'm in a better position. I'm the best gambler in the world. And then immediately loses and since then. Uh, yeah. I mean, not a lot of people rooting for you, but I, I, you know, I was on the chiefs, but still you gotta, you gotta appreciate the cojones to throw that down. And just in general, if you haven't had a chance to read the piece by David Hill on Sean Perry, it does a good job 
job of highlighting this guy's moxie. And I, I think there's certain elements of him where it's like, yeah, clearly there's some Vegas Dave going on here. A uh, little snake oil salesman trying to sell picks, tab, whatever. Maybe, yeah. But, but from an attitude perspective, quote, and I don't, I don't want to get this wrong, Sean, but he, he quote, if I'm 50 years old and I'm betting 5,000 a game, put a bullet through my head. <laughs> that, that is his mentality. Well, see, that's weird because if, that's like a dream scenario for me. If I'm, if I'm 50 <laughs> years old and I'm, and my unit size is 5,000, I mean, I'm feeling pretty dang good. Yeah, Usually by that age, there's shrinkage. <laughs> there's, there's other things that can impact yeah, you, your unit I, size. I, usually at the age. Yeah. Your unit size usually goes down. Maybe you're on a fixed income with retirement. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of things that can impact your unit size. Now, Rod, we also saw some huge bets on the coin toss. Well, I mean, what what is crazier, 1.1 million on the game or 100,000 on the coin toss? Well, we talked about. Well, hey, you know, it's it's a coin flip either way, right? Uh, pun intended. I, certainly, 100,000 on a coin toss is silly. A, you don't like you can do that on your own, right? Find a buddy. Uh, maybe you don't want to go against a sports book. When that news came out, that my, someone... my favorite part about the whole Super Bowl coin toss was that uh, Circa here had like tails minus one hundred four, heads minus one hundred three. Like they clearly needed some heads action, right? Yeah, and I, I think just when we saw the news that uh, someone had uh, gotten down for a six figure amount on the coin toss somewhere in town, my first response was, "That's fake." <laughs> that, that is not real. Like, why are you like, who is putting that money down? Who is taking that bet? Seems like the kind of thing that um, from a DGen perspective, way more DGen than putting a big bet on, on the Super Bowl. Cause everyone should have a pick on the Super Bowl. Yes. So shout out to Sean Perry for doing that. But if he was also the guy that put a hundred K on the coin toss <laughs> oof, tip of the cap. Well, yeah, and Ryan, you and I bet each other straight up. Uh, shout out to me. Super sharp play on heads. Yep. Never in doubt. Well, and then I, at least with like the uh, with the game, you can you can hedge out. You can get some live action going the other way. Uh, if you, you can't want. live bet the, the coin toss. <laughs> no, there's no there's no hedging opportunities. There's no in game <laughs> wagering on the coin toss. Uh, but it does. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he probably regrets the the bet in hindsight. But what I, it got me thinking of some of the regrettable Super Bowl bets we've made over the years. Again, been betting the Super Bowl for a long time. I remember my first bet ever as a young man was the Super Bowl. I think I was five or six. It was the uh, it was the Bills Giants Super Bowl. I bet the Bills. I bet my dad fifty cents. My dad did collect on me uh, the fifty cents. It was it was the wide right Super Bowl. So maybe date myself there. But Ryan, what are some Super Bowl bets in hindsight uh, that you do, wish you had back? Do we want to talk about the Seattle Patriots Marshawn Lynch MVP? Oh. Um, but see that one, I don't even, I was on, it's not regrettable, but no, I had, hurts. I had uh Marshawn Lynch to score two touchdowns. I had uh Seattle on the money line. I had Marshawn Lynch MVP. And if he just, you just handed off Pete Carroll, uh, oh man, that one was, that one was really uh, rough, but I, I don't even know if I regret that one because I, I still feel like it wasn't a stupid bet. It was just a stupid play call yeah. by Pete Carroll. Absolutely. I mean, uh, one of the, I guess in hindsight, the recency bias, but I did just bet against Patrick Mahomes yes. in the Super Bowl for the first time. And that, that didn't quite feel right. So I, you know, I said it when I got down on the Niners, it was, it was going to feel very stupid and very regrettable when I was wrong. If I was wrong, turns out I was wrong uh, and it happened in the exact way, very predictable. So yeah, massive regret on fading any, and basically you can go down the list and anytime that you faded Tom Brady, or Patrick Mahomes, and they weren't facing off against Eli Manning. It was probably a regret oh, Foles. regrettable position. Come on, right? You got you got to throw Nick you, Foles. You in can there. say Nick Foles. I won't say Nick Foles. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, all time uh, Super Bowl bet, uh, bad Super Bowl bet for me. Regrettable one was uh, the Puppy Bowl. If you've been listening to Sports Game on podcast, this was in the twenty-eight to three Super Bowl. This was <laughs> leading up to it. We got a quote-unquote inside tip and. If you host shows like ours, or if you if you're on Vison, everyone's gets in your DMs. Hey, love the show. Got this uh, big tip for you. I always now I'm always wary of any sort of quote unquote inside information. Uh, and and really the puppy bowl from a few years back is what did me in because 
uh, this guy slid into the DMs was like, oh man, uh, you know, uh, Team Fluff beats Team Rough. They've already filmed the Puppy Bowl. Don't even have to worry about what happens out there. Team Fluff's going to destroy Team Rough. And so I went huge on Team Fluff. Well, way, way in over my head, opening multiple accounts just to get more action on Team Fluff because it was a sure thing. What could happen? And then the Puppy Bowl kicks off. And it is, if there is a, a bloodbath in the Puppy Bowl, it certainly was what unfolded. These puppies were getting their butts kicked. Uh, Team Ruff was just running rough shot all over them. I mean, Team Ruff had a uh, a three legged dog. It was the cutest thing I'd ever seen. And once I saw a three legged dog out there, I knew my bet against. They're not going to let a three legged dog lose the puppy bowl. He ended up winning MVP, most valuable pup. It was a complete nightmare. The only thing that saved it for it was it was ready to go down as one of my worst gambling days. The only thing that saved me was I had Pat's uh, minus three and a half. I think in the Super Bowl. So not only did the Patriots have to come all the way back 28 to three, they had to send it to overtime. And this was before the uh, overtime rules change where it was just uh, first score and you're eliminated. So they could have kicked the field goal. They went for the touchdown. They got the touchdown. They covered the three and a half in overtime. So it ended up uh, saving me, but man, uh, yeah, it's never going to go big on the public. It was Bowl James again. White, right? James White, uh, yes, I, I think so. I, I think we had some nice investment on him to get yes. to get a touchdown that game. It, it was pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I mean, taking it all the way back um, to the eighteen and zero Patriots season where they lost Eli Manning. My my big regret that year, and I don't know how much you remember, Sean. I was basically mechanical parlaying the Giants yeah. each week. And for whatever reason, when they got to the Super Bowl and it was a four to one money line, I actually did the, the responsible thing and took out a bunch of my playoff profits. They had been three to one, three to one dogs back to back weeks. And I didn't, Soft I didn't push all in. It turned out I had a nice future. Some other things worked out. But that one of those FOMO moments where you're like, I should have put more. I mean, not to bring it back to the Kyle Juszczyk moment, but it was like, oh, man, if only I if I put a thousand on this, I would have had, you know, so that's usually my regrets are more about like not not winning as <laughs> Not much as I could more. Have, and less about the law. The losses get scrubbed from the memory easy. It's a, it's well, a, that, that this is, is a windshield business. We don't look in the rear view. We got to keep our eyes focused. Well, that is the true gambler mentality, right? Yeah. Where uh, anytime you win, you're like, oh yeah, this was an awesome win, man. If only I had more on it, I should have bet more. Like it's, 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 it's hard not to get greedy as a gambler when, when stuff that you hit that you feel great about, you're instantly kicking yourself for not going bigger. Well, yeah. Not cause I'm not an a EV guy. I'm a V guy. That's expected value. I don't need that. Give me value. <laughs> I like the value part of it. I'm not worried about what it's expected to be. Yes. Like <laughs> a true sharp. Plus V guy over here. <laughs> Plus V. Hey, uh, speaking of value, we are going to be talking some college hoops. That's right. Colby Dant, uh, you know him from the college basketball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Going to talk a ton of college basketball hoops for today's slate when uh, Follow the Money here on VEASAN returns. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VSEN daily newsletter written by the great Bill 80. Of course, uh, hitting on uh, Nevada's record handle for sports gambling. I mean, it makes sense. Everyone in here uh, in Vegas for the big game. Get expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight to your inbox absolutely free. Visit vsun.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Welcome back, everyone, to Follow the Money. I'm Sean Sack of the Money Green with my partner and picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer, Sports Game on Podcast, filling in for Mitch and Pauly. Kramer, how are we feeling? Uh, again, did we uh, we're looking to build out the portfolio. Going to talk some more college basketball here. Oh, yes. got, got a it's a it's a limited slate this Tuesday, but it's got some some bangers. Yes, uh, limited, but uh, this gentleman not limited with his knowledge when it comes to college basketball. Joining us on the line, the host of the College Basketball Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mister Colby Dant. What's happening, Colby? Good morning, gentlemen, and uh, great college basketball slate in front of us. Yes. Don't I didn't mean to insult you, Colby. I'm r- sorry. Just because maybe some smaller teams are playing each other, don't insult Colby. That's, I mean, a bad college basketball slate for Colby is like some popular teams playing each other in big situations. That's not what Colby uh, likes. Colby, you were 8 and 1 yesterday, right? Eight and one yesterday had a fire day, but uh, you know I had a shaky Super Bowl Sunday on the on the on the hardwood. But luckily the Chiefs the Chiefs uh, came through for me and the under. So uh, yes, yeah, under under never a doubt in that Super Bowl. Uh, all right, you got a big group of games here. Let's kick it off first up. Marquette at Butler. What do we like in this matchup? Uh, this is a rematch. Uh, you know, Butler, Butler took them down in Milwaukee. Uh, and to me, Marquette's been red hot ever since then, but I think Butler is just a different team at home. The fact you're getting points, uh, bad modern company are 11 and two at Hinkle Fieldhouse. Meanwhile, you look at Marquette five and three on the road. And even with those wins, some of those wins that they've had have been a one point win against St. John's. Uh, the others were Georgetown DePaul. Yes. They got Illinois early in the year. But uh, no, I, I think it's too many points right now. I think Butler's going to get it done. I think at least they stay in this game. But I think Butler's live to win this thing. Butler's playing a lot better in the second year with that Mata. So I'm going to go with Butler. They're the better rebounding team. They're the better three point shooting team. I think. And Hinkle Fieldhouse is Hinkle Fieldhouse for a reason. Give me the Bulldogs to take down uh, Shaka Smart and company. Bad Mata's still auditioning for the Ohio State job. So I, they they haven't informed <laughs> him that they're going to be hiring him yet. I, I do. I, I love Butler too. The last couple of games I've caught a Butler. They look like they're shaping up and you know it feels like a theme we've been discussing here on the show but just that that home dog and, and you know not to call back to josh but another kind of contrarian angle 27 percent of the bets but almost half the handle so looking like butler is the sharp side here yeah butler catching four at home plus 154 on the money line 
Yeah, I mean Marquette as a road favorite in this situation spot. Yeah, I'm. I, it's tough to uh, it's tough to fade Butler as a home dog. I think you nailed it, Colby. And Butler also, everyone likes to make fun of me as a as a as a square, but seventy eight point six percent from the line. Butler hits their free throws. I'm telling you, when you're betting college basketball, especially those one and ones towards the end of the game, if you have a team shooting what is it, oh, a six point one percent better, like why would you not do? that. It really, especially if you're betting the points, like it makes a difference. Uh, people think I'm crazy for love and free throw percentage. It's a simple, uh, it's a simple system, but sometimes simple systems come through. Uh, next up Colby, I see you got Iowa state at Cincinnati. We had Josh on earlier breaking this game down. He liked the Cincinnati Bearcats uh, laying the short number here. Do you agree? Or do you like Iowa state? No, I love the Cincinnati Bearcats. Iowa State is playing better on the road this year, but still, this is a team that they've won two straight, and one of those was at Texas. Cincinnati just played Houston in a very close game and lost. And Cincinnati's really been a surprise as they entered the Big Twelve. I think a lot of people thought that they would be, you know, uh, kind of at the at the bottom of the conference. Uh, I know they are eleventh in the Big Twelve right now, but the, remember, the Big Twelve has more than twelve teams, so uh, they've been playing a lot better than what people think um, coming into the year. And you look at it; they're tenth in the nation in rebounding. Uh, I think that's a huge advantage, particularly in this game, because both teams, you know, play elite defense. So getting those rebounds are huge. And come on, a top 10 team going into fifth, third arena, Cincinnati coming off that close loss to, to Houston. I think the Bearcats get it done against Iowa state. I still, I, even with Otzelberger doing a great job winning more games on the road this year. I still am reluctant to take him because the offense seems to die on the road historically for him uh, at Iowa State. So I think Cincinnati's due. I think they've been waiting for this one, uh, and I think they uh, they stormed the court there in uh, at Fifth Third Arena. <laughs> we did. Have- we we did already have a, a court storming debate on this uh, very game, uh, Colby. Uh, yeah, sure. You're one and a half point favorites. Why wouldn't you storm do, the court? Do we have a bear? I think we have a Bearcat in the studio here. This is I mean, this is good. Cat. This is this is following the, the, the screenplay of, of college athletics, folks. Uh, if they're a top ten team, you storm. Uh this this <laughs> next game would, in my mind, completely justify a storm, and that is uh North Carolina heads to Syracuse. Syracuse a plus eight home dog, plus two eighty five on the money line. Colby, you always put these Syracuse games on. You know I'm a sucker for the Syracuse Orange men. How can you how can you take UNC as a road favorite in Syracuse? Or is that what you're doing? Are you gonna break my heart and take UNC here? No, but uh, look, I bet Syracuse in Chapel Hill getting 13 and they only lost by 46. So, uh, you know, it's a revenge game. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's basically my handicap is look, uh, Syracuse is 11 and two at home. And one of those two losses just happened to Clemson and Carolina six and one on the road. They have a test with uh, Virginia coming up soon. Uh, A little bit of a look ahead spot. And I also think Syracuse's coach Adrian Autry needs it. You know, the defense has been playing okay, but it's really been the offensive side of the ball for Syracuse that has looked so stagnant. I think they could stay. You saw it with the Miami game. Carolina kind of, kind of was playing with their food a little bit. That's another thing. It's the second end of a back-to-back away with Carolina. I think the Q's can stay in this one just enough. Give me the orange men plus eight, but Carolina's probably going to win the game. Still. I don't know about a money line play here. Uh, stacking the money. Yeah, no, I, I I'm with you. I think this is a tough task for Syracuse. Maybe that if the, if the offense gets hot, maybe, but at plus 300, I don't even know if I'm tempted by that price. I do like them with the eight Kramer. What are you doing? Their here? only taking- win in the past couple of weeks is against the is Louisville. Sorry, Louisville. Uh, this, you guys are crazy. Kramer, Kramer. You guys some are chalk. Cr- I love favorites in college basketball <laughs> generally, but you guys are crazy. You're doing it again to yourself with Q's. Oh, and, and by and the way, geez. Sean, State they won at home again. Not not Miami, a very good team. Boston College, Pittsburgh. We're gonna get some negative comments too. They're no longer the orange men. They're just the orange. Sean. Oh, okay. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> no, not you, Colby. That <laughs> was a Sean mistake. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So apologies uh, for dropping the M bomb. Uh, yeah, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I, I plus eight. Uh, come on, eight points. Road favorites. Lay it. I'm laying it. North Carolina. North Carolina is legit. I, they they got over the Hubert hump. And Ryan, uh, they're back. real chalk Kramer over here. I'm with you, Colby. Fellow sharps like you and me. 
We like the Syracuse orange catching eight points. Uh, let's skip ahead here and go to Colorado state at San Diego state. Uh, we of course are big fans in general of the San Diego state Aztecs. I've been riding them for a number of years, you know, Colorado state, I feel like a pretty good program so far this season, but they're a tough out at home on the road. little different story here. San Diego state lane six at home, Colorado state plus 200 on the money line coming back. What do you like here? Colby? I mean, I, I, I love the Aztecs here. Yeah. Uh, San- Colorado state is a very good team. Isaiah Stevens, one of the best players in college basketball, but they, they've had their struggles on the road, you know, and, and you add in the fact that San Diego state just went to Reno lost in overtime. Uh, San Diego state has been, uh, you know, 11 and 0 at home in it's in San Diego this year. So I think that's, that's a big difference. Colorado state, just three and four on the road. Colorado state also just beat them. It's a revenge spot. They beat them by eight in Fort Collins on January, uh, January 30th, I believe. Uh, and San Diego state is a top 100 offensively and defensively team in, in, in offensive rating and defensive rating. Uh, I think they're going to muck this game up. I think they're going to, they're going to, you know, really challenge Isaiah Stevens and without him being able to perform at his best, I think uh, they can really take advantage of that. You know, San Diego state, they like to play that style of game with, with Lede, Lamont Butler, D- Darian Trammell, where they just bring you into almost like the spider web and m- make you shoot terrible shots that you're not accustomed to and earn every bucket that you get. And I think San Diego state just coming off that loss. And here's another thing. San Diego state loses this game. It's going to be hard for them to win the, uh, the regular season title. So, so I think they know that they want that one seed in that mountain West tournament. That's looking, you know, like a very good tournament this year. So I think the Aztecs handle business there against the Rams. They drag them to the deep water. Yeah, this, this is a, they've not lost at home either worth noting. And to me, this feels a little bit like the Utah state game from a couple days ago, a little bit of a step up in class for Colorado state. Yeah, Colorado state one and four on the road. Good spot to fade them. Well, uh, we're not fading. We're in full gear here. We got more college basketball picks with Colby Dan from the college basketball experience on the sports game podcast network. When follow the money returns here on visa. This is Follow the Money on v This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code v when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Welcome back, everyone, to Follow the Money. I'm Sean, a second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer, Sports Game on Podcast, filling in for Mitch and Pauly. Kramer, uh, third segment here, final hour. How does it feel like getting up at 3.15 a.m.? It, felt, it feels good. And I, you, you mentioned Follow the Money, and it reminded me, we didn't even discuss this, how the sports book ran out of money last night yes. when paying us out. So I had to get chips <laughs> and then follow the money down to the the cashier. Yes, we were, uh, yeah, Ryan, uh, the, the, the joy on Ryan's face when the guy goes, sorry, I don't have any more hundreds left. Is it okay if I give you chips? Ryan's like, Oh yeah, it's all right. And the guy goes, Oh, and you can tell him you broke the bank here at circus sports. And then Ryan's like, hell yeah. Well, you weren't with me. It was actually a disaster. When I went to the cage, they're like, where'd you get these chips? I'm like, I got it from the sports book upstairs. They ran out of money and they're like, they ran out of money. <laughs> oh no. All of a sudden you're going to unravel, uh, <laughs> Some sort of uh, inside operation, Kramer. Uh, well, we got our own inside operation here. We brought our inside man, a college basketball expert. You know him from the college basketball experience, daily college basketball picks pods uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mr. Colby Dant, a.k.a. the Dantabase. Uh, Colby, let's pick up where we left off. It seemed like everyone liked taking the Aztecs against uh, Colorado State, laying the six. Next up, we got Oklahoma at Baylor uh, right now I'm seeing over on DK Baylor laying six and a half uh, Oklahoma a plus 240 money line dog coming back the other way what do you like here in this big 12 matchup I'm all over Baylor here just the fact that uh, they're 12 and one at home this year 
And uh, you know, Oklahoma's two and three on the road and Oklahoma's kind of like a worse version of Iowa state in a way they, they struggle to really score on the road. Uh, Scott drew and company for, you know, coming off the, uh, the Kansas loss. So you like them to get back in the mix. I think they think that they can win this big 12. We're at a pivotal point in the season where every game is so important. Uh, Baylor Baylor's got the fifth rated offense in America and they're a top 50 offensive rebounding team. That's another thing I like, especially when you tell me that another team you know, Porter Moser and Oklahoma play great defense, but if you're telling me that Oklahoma who struggles to score comes into a game and wants to make it a kind of a rock fight. If you tell me I have a top 50 offensive rebounding team, I love taking that the, uh, you know, the home team and the team that's going to be able to rebound better. They also shoot the the three ball fourth best in America. I think Baylor is going to, uh, is going to take care of business. I, I think they win by double digits against Oklahoma. Yeah, one of their their only home loss of the year was that crazy three overtime thriller where we watched them make every mistake conceivable <laughs> against TCU. Uh, of course, we were on Baylor on that one. That was that was so insane because you kept going just win the freaking game and and they just kept extending it and still blew it in the triple overtime. That was such a bad beat. Another you know this also falls into the Big Twelve home situation and I think you know you look at two teams like Oklahoma has had some struggles on the road. Baylor's been pretty dominant at home. Feels a pretty easy handicap. Yeah. And when in doubt, take the big 12 team at home. I mean, Josh had that great stat about how dominant big 12 teams have been straight up and ATS uh, so far this season. It, it it's weird in, in a season where I feel like the road teams have been live, where there's been a lot of parody. There's been a lot of upsets. There's been a lot of justifiable uh, court stormings and unjustified. Uh, the big 12 has been the outlier when it comes to the favorites at home. It, it's chalky, but it definitely seems the way to go in the big 12. Right, yeah, if, if Porter Moser can only call back sister Jean, maybe uh. he can start getting some of those road doves. <laughs> Uh, all right. Next up on the list of games, Colby wants to break down Ole Miss at Kentucky talking a little sec action right now. Kentucky big favorite lane eight at home. Uh, Ole Miss plus three ten on the money line coming back the other way. How say you Colby? I mean, first off, Kentucky has lost three straight games at Rupp arena. All right. Yes. What's that, happened that hasn't happened since that hasn't happened since 1966. So, uh, I, this is one where I recommend you take your 401k plan and oh, you no. put it on, <laughs> you put it on, you put it on the wildcats. Uh, look, I'm laying the eight all day. Here. Hey, I know Chris Beard's done a great job with Ole Miss. You know, they're, they're 18 and five for a reason, but they have had their struggles on the road. Uh, you know, you you look at what they've done. They're just three and four on the road and, They've gotten beat down in some of those some of those road outings. I think this is one where it's just a bad spot. I, I like this Ole Miss team, but there is no way they lose a fourth game. Now I know that you could say, well, they can cover. I just think Kentucky is due to destroy someone. And then the fact that Ole Miss, like I said, go look at their road wins. You know, they they clipped A and M, but A and M is plays a style of ball like them. Uh, this is this will be the one where I feel like just Kentucky's just going. All gas, no breaks. I'm laying the eight here. Kentucky is due. And uh, Calipari, you lose this one, uh, you might want to be uh, putting your house on the market. Uh, yeah, you look at some of their losses too. They they get a little lazy around the three point line. So certainly Kentucky can get hot, stretch it out. <clears throat> excuse me, and and lay the big number. Sean, you know I'm a big fan of chalk when it yes. comes to college basketball. Uh, and again, like this, this Chris Beard, this team has really not shown up for some tough road matches. Colby pointed it out. This is a either that or Kentucky's going to be too tight, and uh, some people are going to be without their four hundred one ks. But I, I'm with Colby's going to Colby's going to cause like a stock market crash with everyone withdrawing their four hundred one ks. He's going to he's going to upset the market. Ten percent penalty, no big deal. <laughs> no, no big deal. Colby told me it was a lead pipe lock. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it certainly, I would go Kentucky, but I don't quite feel as strongly as Colby. I'm a little worried just about Kentucky in general. I mean, the loss to Gonzaga, lost to Tennessee, lost to Florida all at home. I know they're due to straighten it out and, and, and write the ship here, but you look at quality wins as of late and there aren't a ton. Um, I, I, 
I think they do bounce back, but certainly not my favorite play on the card for tonight. Cause I, I, I can see Mississippi backdoor in this thing. Uh, and the eight feels a hair high to me, but I'll, I'll, I'll trust the expert one. I'll trust my financial advisor. <laughs> you know how they do, uh, they do warnings sometimes when they're doing stock stuff saying like, this is not investment advice to be clear. This segment is definitely investment advice. Yeah. It's our fiduciary <laughs> responsibility. Our fiduciary responsibility is to remind you that Colby see now I got it. I wasn't going to bet on Kentucky, but now that we're, we're talking so much about this game, I'm going to have to just, because if it hits, Colby won't let me hear the end of it. That's half my picks, honestly. Like Kramer was hyping up that use check bet so much, and I thought to myself, you know what? If this use check first reception hits, Kramer is never going to shut the hell up about it. I also like the handicap, so I also have to get down on. Now I didn't get down for the same size uh, that Kramer did, but part of it was like, hey, if I'm gonna have to listen to Kramer tout about this for the next uh, decade or so, I'm gonna want to at least have a taste myself. Oh, life. Time. I'm never. Yeah, I'm know. never stopping. <laughs> I know. There's never going to be an end to to uh, Kramer bragging about his Kyle. So, so far, every new person I've met here has said, "Nice, nice job, uh, get out boy. Nice job on well, the bet." And, and uh, Mike Palm revealed, uh, you know, a guy who works for the Circuit Book and Veasan as well. Uh, they asked him like, what was the most popular bet? They said the player that they wrote the most tickets for Super Bowl props was Kyle Juszczyk. So uh, maybe Kramer uh, market mover uh, over here. Oh, it's Kristen. Not, not uh, Kyle. Oh, Kristen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, 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 uh, the jacket weaver uh, UCF at BYU Colby. I mean, right now, I'm looking BYU is lane 11 and a half. I know we always like to take BYU at home, sneaky elevation spot there in Provo central Florida, uh, probably in over their head here, but 11 and a half is a massive number. Do you think BYU I'm guessing you think BYU gets a win? Do they get the cover Knights uh, plus four seventy on the money line coming back the other way? I think they do get the cover. I know you, you, if you watch the Kansas state at BYU game, that was uh, BYU's last game there. Uh, they were beating them by like 15. I feel like the whole game and uh, in the final minute or two, they brought in the, the backups and uh, K state was able to steal a cover. I think BYU though, uh, you know, is going to just when they go, when you go into Provo, that is one of the most lit environments in all college basketball. UCF is, is a horrible road team this year. They're one in five on the road. Uh, meanwhile, Mark Pope has got BYU rolling. I think they're way ahead of schedule. They're ranked 12th in the, in the nation in offensive rating. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, UCF's 259th in offense. That doesn't travel well on the road. Give me the Cougs minus the points. From the bounce house wow. to the super soaker. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, BYU, yeah, at home, you just always got to go. I mean, the Utah home teams in college sports in general, to me, are an auto play. So BYU, lay the number. Crazy long road trip, too. The Big 12 has gotten wild with its locations. Uh, Colby, before we let you go, 30 seconds on the clock. What is your lock for tonight's slate? Of these that you gave out, what's your favorite one? Favorite one is probably it's. I'll go San Diego State against Colorado State. That and then Kentucky. Let's go. San Diego State. 401k and Kentucky. The 401k parlay from Colby Dan of the College Basketball Experience. When we return, file segment. Kramer and I reveal our locks and best bets here on Follow the Money. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. If you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. Subscribe today and get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSI. IN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back, everyone, to Follow the Money. I'm Sean Second, the Money Green, with my partner picks Ryan Real Money Kramer, Sports Game on Podcast, filling in for Follow the Money. Kramer, final segment, talking locks, talking dogs. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, where do you, where do we go here? I, there's a bunch of college basketball I've been circling. I got the circuit paper sheets ready to literally just walk down pre breakfast. I th- this definitely is the most pre breakfast action I've had in a long time. Breakfast bets. That's breakfast the, bets. Yeah, we're gonna have oh, a breakfast ball. Nice I little, like that. Nice parfait. Uh, <laughs> get some fruit in there, and then get some uh, some juicy juicy locks. Yeah, you know we're we're when the NFL ends, like the I go we go hard into college basketball. It's hard to not love it especially with this kind of slate to me providence stands out as a total lock the, the josh mentioned it earlier in the show colby mentioned it earlier the in the dunk. show the dunk is going to be lit st john's is is kind of a little bit shaky right now uh so i i would i'd certainly start my card off with a little providence action how about okay. you yeah no i'm co-signing providence providence is definitely in the lock column uh, I'm going to add on Cincinnati as the short. I mean, again, situation yeah. spot Cincinnati at home. Uh, it's just a tough spot. I mean, it's, it's two things I like here. It's, it's taking Cincinnati Bearcats at home and also fading Iowa state on the road. The forces are combining, uh, to create a really solid lock here. So are you, are you on that as well? Right. I think in general, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to lock it up, but I, I like your side. Oh, okay. I think, so what's your second lock? I think, well, and that was a consensus play with both of our college basketball experts. Yes. So smart on you. Uh, I I'm with Colby. I, I think San Diego state's one of those teams in the mountain West. You can really identify moments where when they're motivated revenge and yep. they're up, uh, they, they sometimes can appear like they're just a different class of athlete. We, uh, we just saw this with Utah state. Uh, Danny Sprinkle and the boys. It just looked like they were stepping up in class. And so I think a motivated squad here against the the Rams from Fort Collins. Lo- love our gals from San Diego State laying the points here. Uh, yeah, my third lock. I'm also taking San Diego State minus six. Like that play uh, that Colby gave out and, and feels. Well, no, you didn't have. Uh, what do you have? I, I just got, gave you San Diego State. I got Providence, Cincinnati, San Diego Providence, State. Providence, San Diego State. And then I'm going off the board. From oh, off the board. All right. I like it. I'm here for it. Uh, well, 
off the board in that we didn't talk about, although I do like the Kentucky angle. I'm going to go and do something I've been doing all year, fading Ohio State. They got quit written all over them. Oh, They're up in Wisconsin. They're going to be jumping around, laying the big number here. Uh, even though Wisconsin staples all over the court, this Ohio State team wants nothing. And, and of course, uh, it's it, the the staple reference comes from uh, their athlete. <laughs> it's a scouting report. Yeah, they're, they're, they're to the stapled floor. to the floor. So uh, you know, non-athletic teams we like to call staplers here, here on the Sports Ohio Human State, Podcast. Ohio State has two wins, uh, three wins in the new year. Rutgers on January third, uh, they won by four points at home. Penn State they won by twelve points at home January twentieth, and then they just cu- coming off a win against Maryland in two overtimes at home now they go back to the road they, they still haven't fired their coach it's coming fade ohio state that's mine third one. uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give out a money line dog here ryan okay uh, i got me, a dog too give me the butler bulldogs to win oh, outright yeah. at or against marquette I mean, I love a good home dog. This is a tough spot. And I just don't think Marquette's the type of team that should be a road favorite in this spot. So uh, Butler on the money line, uh, I'll pull it up, but it's uh, it's decently juicy here. I think we're looking at a plus 175. Last I looked, something like that. Let's go. Uh, I got a dog that's big. Okay. Got a big dog. Yeah. Uh, Butler money line plus 154 right now. Oh, it's come down. All right. So uh, I know the spreads come down, come in a little bit too, like we were discussing earlier. Dog for me, future. We're heading to the Super Bowl futures market. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not even a Colts fan. The Colts should not be 45, 50, 55 to 1. So you're an AR 15 guy all of a sudden. No, I'm a Shane Steichen guy. I see what he did to the Eagles by leaving, and I see what he did to the Colts by, by showing up. Gardner Minshew is a fun story. Gardner Minshew is a fun dude. I'd love to have a beer with Gardner Minshew. I'd love to hang out uh, in his van in Yosemite and do some mountain climbing with him. I don't know if Gardner Minshew is an elite quarterback in the National Football League. So what he did with Gardner Minshew, if we can only get, you know, 10 games of Anthony Richardson next year, who knows what that could look like. Certainly would love to have a piece of them uh, with the longer odds here. Uh, 45 to 1 on DraftKings. I see that... uh, Circa at least opened it at 75 to one. I'm not sure what the updated number is, but that that would be the the one piece of uh, equity I'd be willing to lock into my NFL portfolio right now. Ooh, I like that. Ryan giving out a future here in the locks and dog segment. Super Bowl's 12 months away, and I know people are are angry that we're still talking football, but here, newsflash, <laughs> we talk about football all year wrong. Yeah, long. the NFL is a year-long sport. That's why it dominates. It's the National Football League. And uh, you can learn a, a lot by going through the futures markets, and I think that's kind of what we do. It's both for educational purposes and also investment purposes, but walking through it because you can find a lot of mispricing. Like for example, Colts are are similarly priced to the Vikings, Sean, that feels absolutely ridiculous to me. So locking in my first NFL future, I actually, I take that back. I'm locking in my second NFL future for 2024 season. I already have the Cowboys to not win a playoff. (laughs) So yes, lock that up. Uh, Let's see. As far as some fun dogs, you know, CJ gave out the Pistons plus 10 and a half. I think situationally uh, they could be a live dog. So I think a small sprinkle on them on the money line at please plus three ninety. Uh, warrants a little bit as well. I'll also add on uh, the Orlando Magic at home, Ryan. We didn't really uh, discuss this game in great detail. They're two and a half point home dog against the OKC Thunder. I think this is a nice uh, a nice game for uh, Bancaro Wagner. Franz Wagner, rather, has been playing awesome uh, in his last four games. He has at least 34 points, and Bancaro has just been great. They seem like a team that could go on a little bit of a run here as we go into the all-star break. I'm high on the magic in general. And I can uh, tell you boots on the ground in the area, like the, like the magic are back. Which I can, for a long time, that was a cricket uh, house. Not and, a lot of fans in the building. And we, Ryan, as narrative-based uh, squares here, we always like a good narrative story. How about the Magic are retiring Shaq's jersey after this game? I mean, come on. It, I mean, I, I have memories of being a kid going to Brendan Byrne Arena to watch the Nets play the Magic, sitting almost courtside behind the basket because no one went to Nets games and just being absolutely shot. Like watching Shaq just completely abuse. You want to talk about assault? Shaq used to assault the rim, <laughs> not not what Travis Kelsey did. I mean, 
Ryan, do you remember? I feel like if there was the internet at the time, it would have been broken when oh. Shaq broke a uh, broke the hoop, like took down the hoop. Oh, they that was just basketball's that was- unsafe. We gotta stop <laughs> playing it. We can't. This is what would the narrative have been? It's like these players are risking their lives. Shaquille O'Neal. That was awesome. I mean, to be able to destroy every every guy has gone through this where they're just you're rage filled and you just want to break something. <laughs> I, I certainly put my my fist through a, a door in college. Uh, imagine what it must have felt like for Shaq to just destroy this massive piece of glass and metal. Oh, dominant. Uh, and Orlando seven and four against the spread <laughs> as a home dog. Right. Look at that pro just weaving <laughs> trends and narratives, uh, just uh, firing on all cylinders. So here. good. Uh, at 650, what is that? 653 here on the West Coast. So, yeah, magic I like as well on the dog column. Kramer, you got any dogs for us? I guess your uh, future was a dog. You don't play. like that dog? That's, that's not a big pretty big for dog. You. 45 to 1. It doesn't pay for a year, but it's great investment. You know, not quite a 529 college fund, but <laughs> we can talk all the, the financial stuff. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. I'm, I'm we're going heavy. We're probably going to I'm probably going to find my way to doing a little round robin on these college basketball mm. games like I like to put all the eggs in one basket, you know, be a smart investor. Don't diversify your portfolio. I mean, I, I did bet Kyle Juszczyk to get the first reception <laughs> in the Super Bowl. And for those who want to call me a donkey, <laughs> I wrote three paragraphs on it. It was a great Nice to meet you. See you tomorrow. Brian, real donkey Kramer, the Italian Christmas donkey himself. Hey, a big thanks to uh, Visa Management, Mitch and Pauly, letting us fill in for Follow the Money. Going to be here all week. Got some awesome guests. We're going to be talking uh, more college basketball, more NBA. We're talking golf, talking a little Daytona. We got it all coming up this week. Uh, Big thanks to everyone who tuned in. Uh, Give us a follow on X at gambling podcast feel free to fire over your plays ask us some questions always here to talk some shop thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast i'm sean second money green he's ryan real money kramer What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.